Hello and welcome to The Smiley Signal with your host, Stephanie Nicole Hanna and Danielle May Franklin. So, as many of you know, December 7th was the anniversary of the bombing of Pearl Harbor, which started America's movement into World War II. And so, in recognition of that anniversary, we are going to tell you a part of Central's very special, very huge part here on campus, which was the V-12 program. And so, we're just going to go ahead and get started, because it will be a lot of information. (laughs) So, in a span of 24 years, colleges and universities across the country had gone through the Great War, the Great Depression, and a very slow economic recovery, and now they faced another obstacle, World War II. A lot of colleges were hit hard when the draft kicked in heavily in 1942. Colleges and universities in Missouri were especially worried about the draft when the age was then lowered to 18. The president of Central College at that time, President Harry S. DeVore, wrote to Edward C. Elliott of the War Manpower Commission, speaking for not just himself, but other college presidents in the state. He told Elliott that enrollment numbers would slip with the draft and there would be more women than men on campus and the ratio that they had kept steady for so long would crumble. President DeVore said that Central was in great need of being used for the war effort. Just one month after Pearl Harbor, representatives of higher education institutions met to discuss the best use of colleges and academia in the war effort. One result was a call for government use of college campuses and facilities and faculty at small private and state schools. Small institutions were afraid that they would get overshadowed overshadowed by the larger schools who had better facilities and were more cost-effective, so a letter was written to President Franklin D. Roosevelt stating, The liberal arts colleges have gone all out in the war effort. We have tried to prepare and get into the service every possible available man. We were led to believe we were part of the war effort. We want to be part of that effort. We do not desire to be placed in the position of asking for the crumbs which fall from the table of the War Manpower Commission. A cost-effective role was created for small colleges so they could help with the war efforts. Instead of building a new training building from scratch, they could pay men to stay on campus as trainees. The V-12 program was not the first naval program to be used. The V-1, V-5, and V-7 were Navy training programs, but they didn't attract enough interest, so they were phased out and reassigned to the V-12. The V is a Navy prefix for a program with its own requirements and funding. The numeral 1 through 12 designate individual programs. The Navy V-12 college training program lasted the duration of the war and accomplished its goal of educating Navy officers in many schools spread across the nation. Aside from some planning errors, the V-12 program successfully matched officer procurement with Navy ship construction. President Roosevelt asked the Navy to look for colleges that will be put in a bad way as a result of the drafting of the 18- and 19-year-olds, and which were worth keeping open. So the Navy sent out an initial survey of available training facilities in December of 1942. It collected details of the schools that they felt were essential to the V-12 training program. Fortunately, right before the visit to Central College by the Navy, the city had just finished the public pool, which was the one necessity that Central and other small colleges needed to secure the Naval V-12 program. 
At the city pool, the men would practice swimming drills and the abandoned ship drill, which required students to jump safely off the side of a stricken vessel 30 to 60 feet above the waves. For this drill alone, a 20-foot tower was built at the deep end of the pool to simulate jumping from a great height. More than 1,600 schools applied for the V-12 program, and of that number, it was narrowed down to just 500. From those 500 candidates, only 131 schools across the country were selected, with seven of them being in Missouri. The trainees arrived at Central on July 1, 1943, and they were a host to 346 trainees from 30 states. Brannock Hall, also known as the administration building here on campus, was the nerve center for the program and where all the Navy offices were held. The trainees stayed in McMurray Hall in bunk beds, and the infirmary was in Givens Hall. The schedule they had to follow for a regular day would have looked something like this. Trainees rose at 6 a.m. with early morning calisthenics on the college tennis courts from 6.10 to 6.30. They returned to clean their rooms and prepare for morning chow at 7 a.m. with their first class at 8 a.m. Classes continued until noon with a mail call and chow followed by more classes at 1 p.m. Evening chow was at 6 p.m. and from 7.30 to 9.30 every evening from Monday to Friday contained a mandatory study hall. The end of each day occurred when taps sounded at 10 p.m. During the summer months, three days a week were set aside at 5 p.m. for non-swimmers training and Wednesday afternoon was devoted to military drill. Every Saturday began with a cleanup and an inspection at 2 p.m. Weekend Liberty began after the 2 p.m. inspection and lasted until 10 p.m. on Sunday. Colleges did not have to award class credits toward degrees for the Navy trainees, but many did anyway. Trainees were also able to attend any and all student activities, participate in student government, and on athletic teams. The Central College basketball team won a third straight Missouri College Athletic Union title with an all-Navy team. Within three months of arrival on campus, the trainees were hosting events like a Navy Happy Hour, complete with 35 entertainers from the battalion. The event showcased the V-12 Navy military band and, a, and comical skits written by themselves. They also published their own newsletter here on campus called Brig Bait, and some of the illustrations from the newsletter are still on display in the museum. The V-12... The V-12 program came to an end here at Central on October 31, 1945, but they went out with a celebration thrown by Central. The V-12 battalion marched into the college church with the accompaniment from organist Professor Luther Spade. The entire congregation joined in in singing the traditional Navy hymn, Eternal Father, Strong to Save, followed by the women's a cappella choir singing the Lord's Prayer. In the following ceremony, Lieutenant V.R. Kennedy, the current V-12 commander, presented a scroll signed by James Forrestell, Secretary of the Navy, to Central's President, Dr. Harry S. DeVore. The brass scroll commended the contribution of Central College to the Navy V-12 program and the war effort. Central was a part of a very elite group being part of the Navy V-12 program, with only 131 schools spread out geographically across the nation. Central was part of an even smaller group in which we had a ship named after us in the war called USS Central Victory. It has since been dismantled and used in parts of other ships or just put away on a shipyard. But only two other college, only two colleges in Missouri had ships named after them, Central being one of them. So it is very special to us, and the whole V-12 program is a very important, very sacred part of Central's history. 
Especially when looking at the state of Missouri with the V-12 program, only seven colleges were accepted to that in Missouri, and Central got picked as one. And then we only had two colleges that got ships, and Central was one. Like, that's just a really cool thing to know that Central has all of this encompassing history that's kind of surrounded throughout everywhere that gets entwined with a lot of different other colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. So we want to credit a lot of this information to Dr. Robert Wiegers here at Central. He is a retired professor, and he still works in our Central Museum of History. He has published all of this, and it will be available in the Missouri Historical Review later on next year, I do believe. Mm -hmm. So if you want more information, you can be sure to look for that or comment on our Facebook page. We'd love to answer any questions that you may have about the V-12 program or Central's part in it. Yes, and we also would like to note that... Uh, it's finals week here at Central, and um, at the end, basically Thursday evening, um, starts the beginning of spring break for a lot of students, or not spring break, it's winter. <laughs> um, it starts the beginning of winter break for the students, so this will be our last episode of the semester, um, but we will be back and ready in January. So make sure to kind of follow us along. We'll be posting updates still. Um, and we'll let you know when the next episode airs. Winter break is a great time to catch up on any and all of our episodes, and be sure to look for us next January.